What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Make Shift Happen. If you're a routine listener, you probably already know this, but I'm going to remind you one more time. We are on our quest for 100,000 downloads in one year. So if you love the show or any of the episodes have particularly resonated with you or helped you or inspired you or motivated you, please, 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 I encourage you to copy the link, send it to a friend, send it in a WhatsApp, a text, uh, through Instagram DMs, like take a screenshot of it, share it to your stories, whatever you want to do to help make shift happen, hit this big goal of 100,000 downloads in one year. We are fast approaching the deadline. So all the help uh, that we can get is super, super appreciated. And obviously just by you tuning in and listening every week is also helping us reach that number. So it feels a little bit scary to put this goal out there so much on the podcast and I I was hesitant to do it in the first place because I was like oh but what if I don't what if we don't get it you know what if we don't hit the 100k and then everybody's gonna be like did you do it <laughs> and then I'm gonna have to be like no <laughs> we didn't which you know is a total possibility but I'm facing my fear of failure and I'm claiming my desire and standing in it and just trusting the process. And it's obviously not the end of the world if we don't hit it within the first year, but it was a goal that I set. So if you want to help me reach it, I would super, super appreciate it. So I'm excited for this episode because it's actually, I I took it from my Instagram. I went live um, a couple weeks ago with my friend Lori. She's a dear friend of mine now. She was a, a past client. She's been in all of my programs and she has really in the last year totally transformed her life. She quit her corporate job. She took some time off with no plan B of what she was going to do next in the middle of the pandemic. And then she started a spiritually aligned business and she's had so many transformations and mentors even after me and you know she's doing so so much amazing work in the world right now and it's been a 180 in just one year's time so I really want to share this message with you guys because I know there's so many people that can resonate with this right now we're all sort of waking up and a lot of us are moving through this period in our lives that, you know, in this chat, we kind of called it the quarter life crisis, but of just really becoming aware of who we are and what we want out of life and what we feel that we deserve and just recognizing a lot of the areas that aren't lining up with that. And, you know, this is showing up for a lot of women in career particularly, and just, you know, kind of feeling like they've pigeonhole themselves into a role or a a job or a career path or a company that doesn't fully light them up. It, It doesn't excite them. They don't feel joyful waking up every day going to work and they're wanting to make a change, but that is very, very scary. And Lori and I will kind of get into the fears around this and the process and what it looked like for her. And, you know, I've also been through this myself. I quit my job without a plan B and I've been fired before. And so all the things, you know, of just this evolution of self and really wanting to step into a place of life and career and work and relationship that feels like it's honoring who we truly are and what we truly deserve. So I'm excited for you guys to tune into this chat. It is highly motivational, highly inspirational. And Lori has actually been on the podcast before where we talked about quitting jobs and changing career paths, but she is just an epic human and she's doing amazing work. So I wanted to share her again with you all. So without further ado, let's just dive into this chat. I know you guys are going to freaking love it. Let's go. Welcome to the Make Shift Happen podcast. 
I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. I just want to have a conversation with you and just like have one of our DNM chats. I love it. We always definitely go deep and yeah, it's just like a hang. It's amazing that, you know, you're all the way on the other side of the world because yeah, it feels like we've been connected for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of have that. I was just thinking about that. I was like, when, when did Lori take from burnt out to badass? Because that feels like a really long time ago. Was that in, in was that in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty? In twenty twenty, I think it was. I think I started like at the end of May, so about a year ago now. Okay, wow. Well, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. So we'll get into everything that's kind of happened for you in that time, and then I'll kind of like share my similar experiences because I feel like, you know, when I was thinking about this, a lot of the the parts of your journey, although they're obviously different to mine we've had a lot of similar milestones in terms of, you know, when it comes to being let go, quitting jobs, like starting a business, like doing lots of inner work, reconnecting to your spirituality, showing up online. Like, you know, we kind of all have, we have all of those same pieces strung together in our journey. So there are lots of similarities, but like, it's crazy to see how much has changed like just for you in a year's time like yeah have you like had any time to reflect on that and just think back to like where you were may 2020 versus what you're doing now honestly i think like since you asked me to be on this live i think the for the past day i've been reflecting on that because it has been a year since i took your course and you know everything you were mentioning about you know, bringing myself out of like corporate world and do like my own business, you played a massive role in that because doing Burnt Out to Badass and then working with you one-on-one was really the catalyst of what started everything for me. So honestly, I do have you to thank for that because you were there to hold my hand through those real crucial steps of making the big decisions to actually take the risks and step out of your comfort zone and actually take control of your life. So I think being here and doing this now and having to think about it like I have been reflecting only recently um because it has been a big year um and I'm sure it has been for everyone no matter what they've been doing um but yeah it has definitely (laughs) definitely looking back to this time last year I was in a completely different spot and that is great I think (laughs) yeah and you know what I was just thinking about this too I was like what makes I know you've had lots of mentors along the way like like alongside me and after me and I know you're working with Natalia and you know you have all these other amazing beautiful things that coming down the track like you've really like dove deep into this inner work and I think that are you doing are you working with Nikki too now I think I saw her tag you in something are you going to do crew um yes I am I'm going to be doing crew so I'm going to be 
in July, I think it is. So yes, super stoked about that. Okay. Yeah. So like, I mean, obviously you have like lots of mentors and teachers and coaches that have like helped you get to this place. But I was just thinking about, you know, what maybe my role played in that for you. And I feel like what people maybe don't realize about coaching or mentorship is it's that it's not so much about what I'm going to teach you or the information that I'm going to give you. Yeah. A lot of the information is going to inspire you and empower you and maybe put you on the right track. But I feel like you could agree with this. It's so much more about that feeling of, of being held mm. so that you can take big risks, right? Like it's not like you could have, you know, read books or Googled stuff, or you, you, if you really wanted to be committed to researching all the things that I share inside of my programs, like you definitely could have done that. But the thing that probably made the biggest difference for you was feeling like you were held and supported and you were working with someone who kind of knew where you were at and could guide you in that way. And so it wasn't as scary. Of course, it's always going to be scary, but it wasn't as scary to be like, you know what, fuck it, I am going to quit my job. Mm, definitely. And I think you, you put it so like accurately, I think for me, I feel like I'm someone who, I, I like structure in my life, but I'm not the one to do it. I, I really struggle to create structure in my life. And having, like you said, I could have easily gone and researched and read the books and listened to the podcasts, but you put everything in this course specifically in a way that I was like, oh, she's done the work. I'm going to pay you to do it because I am not going to do it. I Unless I pay someone else to actually provide me with a really clear cut, like practical and mystical, like, program I probably wouldn't have like dived so deep in at the beginning as well and I think that was something that really helped me get through is because it was a structure that it was easy to follow and it was there for me and so accessible um and the constant touch points with you and then continuing our journey past the course and into doing one-on-one -on -one coaching it was just so much like support was provided and like you said, I had, you, all you did was hold space. You reminded me of my power. You reminded me that I had everything within me to do it. And it was up to me to take that on and up to me to show myself that I had that power because you were showing it to me. You were like, here it is multiple times over and over. And uh, it was just up to me to take, take the risks and do what I want to do really. Um, and yeah, you definitely knew what I, where I was coming from and the feelings that I was feeling because of your journey yourself. And it just felt so, so right <laughs> to go through that journey with you specifically. Yeah. So let's go back um, and kind of go to that place that you were when you came into the program and to from burnout to badass. And just like anybody that's listening is like unfamiliar with you or your journey um, and like kind of describe like, cause this is like the quarter life crisis, right? That you and I yeah. have both been through where we get to like mid to late twenties and we're like, fuck, <laughs> like what, whatever I'm doing right now is not necessarily working because there's, I feel like there's something missing. I feel like there's a hole, like there must be more. This isn't fully it. I'm not fully fulfilled. Like this is the moment of the quarter life crisis where you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like this isn't right. But now I'm so scared because I feel like I've gone too far to then like, you know, undo everything that I've done and go all the way back. And like, so then people just get stuck there. Right. So describe like where you were at, like mentally and in your career that kind of like sparked your like mini quarter life crisis of like not knowing what you wanted to do. 
Mm, that's a really great question because like I mentioned earlier, you know, 2020 was a tumultuous year for many. And I think the real onset of this, I guess you could say quarter life crisis was when I realized when I was working the corporate job, the nine to five, um, I have a background in media and communication. So there were very long hours. And I think it was when I got to a moment in my career where I was more drained and getting sick constantly rather than feeling fulfilled, lit up and ready to get into work. And it's funny because I'd had multiple jobs. I'd been in the media industry and agency life for three to four years. And every a new job that I'd gotten, it was the same pattern. I would enter the new job and I would be so excited. It was like the honeymoon period. And then all of a sudden I'd get sick, I'd be overworked, burnt out <laughs> and it would show up in so many different ways for me and I think last year I got to the point where my mental health had just depleted and to a point where I wasn't sure if it was right for me anymore this industry and I think it was just really having those hard conversations with yourself that you never tend to have because you just think you go through school university you get a job in your career that you've worked hard towards and you think that that's it um, but I think that's quite naive of me to think so because, you know, the world's your oyster. You can do whatever, we, whatever you want. And it, it doesn't, the path doesn't look the same for everyone. And that career of just school, uni, and then working can look like that for some people, but it's not for everyone. And I'd like to implore others to really like take a step back and look at their life and re like reassess if it's exactly what they want um if it is for the time being awesome but just know that it's okay for it to change um and i think diving into you know a lot of self-inquiry i found out through different modalities of my energy and like my output and how to work with that and i think that that was a really really key thing for me um going forward and making these decisions to really step out so I can fix, I guess you could say, quote unquote, just improve my mental health so I can get to a position where I can actually show up as a better person and, you know, come back to the fun self that I knew that I was, that I had lost. Um, so a lot of it had to do with my mental health and my energy and who I had become. And it wasn't who I wanted to be anymore. And don't you think like a lot of people probably get to that place of being like, I'm really burnt out. I keep getting sick physically or mentally, you know, there's a lot of stress or anxiety on my plate, but they assume that there's something that they could or should be doing better or that they, it shouldn't be this hard for them or they're just like being weak in some way or, you know, they're not cut out for the industry, whatever the industry is that they're working in. Like, don't you think a lot of people when they get to that place, they then make it about themselves being not good enough because that's probably their programming already. Um, but I'm just curious to know, like if you, if you resonate with that and if you did go through any moments of being like, I should be able to push through, I should be able to work harder. I should be able to do this. I should be able to have this amazing job and climb the ladder and be happy with it. Like who am I to like not be grateful for this? Like, didn't you have that experience of like putting it back on yourself then and like kind of blaming yourself for your own experience of, of unfulfillment and discomfort? Absolutely. Like that, that in itself is just a real, a real big insight into who I was, I guess you could say, um, a year ago and prior because you get so caught up in your own output and 
you know, you look at your peers around you and your colleagues and they all appear to be on the surface doing fine and coping. And, you know, whether you want to be the one that speaks up, whether you want to be the one that questions things, whether you, yeah, whether you feel like you were worthy enough to take the risk and step out of the, the, the line or step out of the cookie cutter mold and just really take a, a good look at it. And I did have those moments where I would question why I wasn't capable, I guess you could say, like why job wasn't fitting in for me, why that, you know, typical 8.30, 5.30 job wasn't aligning with who I was. And I thought it was me. I, I was on with the problem. I thought I was the one who just couldn't handle it. I felt like I wasn't worthy or I was weaker than everyone else around me. Like I didn't, I wasn't cut out for the position. Um, I mean, we could argue whether I was or wasn't. <laughs> That's a whole other way to look at it. But yeah, you know, everyone's energy was different there. And yeah, it, there were definitely times where I was questioning what have I gotten myself into because I thought I was in this for the long haul and, you know, a couple of years in thinking maybe it isn't for me is a bit startling, but it's also very, um, very rewarding in the long run. And I remember something specific that you said to me that I think is really important and really valuable for people, which was you started to look um, above you, like in the, the food chain of the industry and, and the company that you were within and you realized like, okay, I'm working so hard and putting in all these hours and doing all this stuff because I want to grow, right? I want to build, I want to climb the ladder and I want to move up in my career. But then when you actually took the time to look up into like what that was, you saw those people's roles and you were like, I don't even want that. Like I know how they live and mm -hmm. I know what money they earn and that's not even worth it to me. Like, I don't even want that. And then that was like a light bulb moment of I'm running in circles on this hamster wheel to get to a destination that I've just realized I actually don't even want to go to. Yes. <laughs> Which I think is something that people, like, we forget. We get so tunnel vision into because this is kind of like how our life works, right? Like you were saying, we go to school and then we go to high school or whatever you call it. And then we go to university and it's like the, the next step is always laid out for us. So we don't ever have to have so much foresight. We're just mm. like the next thing, right? We'll just do the next thing. And then when I get there, then I'll, you know, do the next thing after that. And so we get into our careers and we're like, just do the next thing, just do the next thing, get this project, be on this um, thing, like, you know, perform, do well, demonstrate your worth, like show up, be the first one in and be the last one out. And, but you forget to like, actually like look a little bit wider and further and be like, where am I actually trying to go with this? Right. Where is this actually getting me? And I think a lot of people in their industries may be able to, or in their, at least in their specific companies, even maybe able to recognize like, shoot, that's totally like, true for me also like where I'm pushing so hard to go I actually don't even want to go like I don't I don't want that job I don't want that amount of responsibility or that amount of hours or that kind of lifestyle like the money that they earn whether it's good or bad it's not worth it to me for what their life is like mm -hmm. definitely and I think that definitely is true for when I think back to where I was ago even I or even just ago like I'd have people in you know 
like who were higher above me and they said, you know, if you're working like towards this goal, like you can be at this position by this time and you can be here. Like, and I, I literally, my first bodily response and inside me, everything was screaming. I don't want that. Uh, it's, uh, and, and on the outside, I'm like, mm, yeah, that's, that'd be great. Like, community. but I just, there was a disconnect between, my body and you know what was deemed appropriate and morally correct in the time um and obviously you're not gonna say then and there to the people above you i don't want that because that's just unprofessional but i think in moments where you kind of listen to those little cues that you get and whether that's a bodily response whether it's intuition whether it's anything that you know sparks something within you listen to it even if it is something that turns out not to be true, it's good to discern whether it's actually out of fear or out of something that you actually should pursue or, you know, really delve into the two. Um, but you're absolutely right. Like I definitely felt all those things like right away and I just didn't want to go up. So I thought, well, what's next? Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's the, like, we, we have the innate desire to grow right in general. So if you're mm -hmm. realizing in your career, you know, what's, what's left for you or what's, the next rung above you or a few rungs above you is something that you're not actually really that excited about or even desiring. That's like a really important moment for you to then start to like do that inner work and question, you know, am I in the right industry? Am I in the right career? Like, is this going to be fulfilling for me one year, two years, three years, five years down the line? You know, I think something so special that happened for me was when I had my internship, mm. I, had a very like visceral realization as I was working in the office because I was really, really excited about like doing corporate. Like I had never heard anybody talk bad about nine to fives or, cause I think that's very common in the, like the online space and in entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. everybody wants to quit their nine to five, which, you know, like, I think there's a lot of people that are meant to work for somebody else. They, they thrive as being an employee. And so I'm never going to be the, the person or the coach that's like, Everybody quit their jobs and start a business. Um, that's obviously not going to work for everybody. But so I had never heard any of that dialogue before. Like I had never thought of that as being a bad option. I was very excited about moving into the corporate world, about being a like a young professional. Like I wanted to like show myself and that's my achiever personality. I was like, I can do this and like I can rock this and people are going to see me and they're going to hear me and like all those things. Until I got, I was doing my internship and I was working in Chicago and I had like this visceral realization where I was like, I will fully hate this within <laughs> six months. Like I can guarantee you, like I can just see right now, I will fucking hate waking up and, and doing my life if this is what I'm doing. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't trust themselves enough to mm -hmm. honor that or to, to go deeper there and even just like give it the space to question it. They'll just put a cap on it and be like, nope, that's me being scared or that's me being weak or, you know, um, it'll get better or it'll change or you haven't even worked in this field yet. Who are you to know how you're going to feel or what you're going to like or, you know, all those things that we do to kind of like dismiss ourselves and turn off our intuition. But like, luckily, you know, I have that like sacral authority in human design. And I didn't know that at the time, but I've just kind of been that way. I've 
I'm designed that way where I had a knowing I was like, I'm going to hate this for fucking sure. Like I can guarantee you. So then I was like, all right, what are we going to do? Cause it's not this, like we got to do something that is not this. And I didn't have a plan. I didn't know. I didn't even think of ever being an entrepreneur or starting my own business. That was not the thought that I had. The first thought that I had was just, I know that I don't want to do this. This isn't my next step. So that's when I kind of decided like, right. I feel a lot more inspired to like move back to Spain and just do like the English teaching for a year. Like that's obviously not going to be my long-term career, but like it excites me. It invigorates me the thought of moving to Europe and exploring my relationship with my boyfriend and traveling and learning. And maybe in that process, I will uncover some answers around what would be a better fit for me. And so that's what I did, you know? And I think, yeah, like you sort of had a similar experience too, where you didn't know necessarily that you were going to start a business. I remember having these conversations and Mm -hmm. you were like, I remember you saying that you were even like timid or apprehensive to like share about tarot and spiritual practices. Cause you were like, I think people will think it's weird. And now it's like, you have this, giant spiritual mystical online magazine and you're building a business and you do readings and astrology and like you're working with some of the most like Natalia Benson and Nikki Cosmo like some of the most amazing cosmic super spiritual women in the space so like the 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 transformation has really just been like incredible but I'd love for you to talk about your experience of not knowing what was next, but simply knowing that where you were was not working. Yeah, that's, it's a big risk to take. Um, sorry, just, it's funny just looking back on me being scared to post and stuff. And then where I am now, it's just, it's, it's amazing what can happen in one year when you yeah. put, just, yeah, it's mind blowing. But I think what we discussed, especially, um, when we were working one-on-one, uh, the the beauty in the pause and it was okay for me to take some time to just recalibrate uh, because when I decided to step away from a job that was detrimental to my mental health um, you know you do kind of think of what's next when you don't have something immediately lined up so I'm not advocating for people to do that um, if, if you feel more comfortable to do have something lined up please that's probably the safer route um but for me it was really really beneficial to take time to forget everything that was going on around me so I could focus within and not be swayed by other people's perspectives or get caught up in something that you know I just got whisked away in and never took the time out to really think about what I want so I think the beauty and the pause to really get clear on what I wanted to do because I didn't know what I wanted to do next. I knew that I had some passions and I knew that I had a love for something that was completely different and whether it was up to me to take the risk to share that with the world. And I think that that's a really big thing about your passions is that sharing it is doing not only yourself a disservice, but anyone else who would resonate with that a disservice. So I definitely took that on board and just started posting and sharing. And I found a community that accepted me, quote unquote, accepted me um, because they were into the same things. And 
I just think that there's be beauty in taking the pause in whatever way that looks to like to you because it can look differently. It doesn't mean to completely like shut yourself off from the world and it doesn't mean quit your job, but it can look like just taking moments for yourself each and every day to create that pause and really check in and know what do you want? Because unless you ask yourself the question, you're not going to get the answer. Like it's as simple as that. Um, and yeah, if you are faced with any like feelings of doubt, just turn inward, ask the questions. There's so many ways that you can really uncover what your passions are and what you'd rather be doing and how you want to spend your time here. Like I, I'm a big advocate for like, we have a finite time here. Why waste it doing something that you really don't love? That's a really big like value that I hold really dearly is just spend your time doing whatever lights you up because none of it's going to matter at the end of the day. Just as meaningful life is, it's just as meaningless. So just go out there, have fun and do. Well. So taking that pause really helped me. <laughs> yeah. And we talked about this for anybody that wants to kind of go more into this topic of like quitting jobs and what it looks like to be unemployed for a while and taking this kind of pause and, you know, how you can capitalize on, on that and what you can do with it. Lori was on the podcast on makeshift happen a while back, I think at the very start of 2021. And we did an episode like all about this kind of stuff. And people like really loved that episode. Like lots of people resonated because as I said, like this quarter life crisis, is really really common because we're not supposed to know who we are or what we want out of life or what's going to light us up or what's our passion or purpose or icky guy or whatever you want to call it like we're not we it's impossible for us to know that at 17 years old you know we haven't even had enough space and freedom to be ourselves or think for ourselves we've literally just been in programming the entire time and then based on your programming through family and society and school you're meant to like make this choice that is you know as society will show you is supposed to be like forever you know like you're supposed to choose your career and stick with it and ride it out to the very end and go to the very top of it and that's success right but like how are we supposed to be able to choose that when we're so young we haven't even had any opportunity to know who we are internally outside of the programming that's like been given to us, you know? So I think that's a whole mindset shift that has to be made as well is like redefining what success is. Cause like you're saying, you know, a lot of times people forget, like we're all going to die. <laughs> exactly. Like, and that's, you know, Gary Vee says this all the time. That's like his number one piece of advice. The motivational advice from Gary Vee is you're going to die. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, we literally, like, I could get hit by a train tomorrow. Like, I don't know. You know, you don't. And that's like, obviously, <laughs> I don't want to think that way. I don't, no. I don't believe that that's my fate. But like, sometimes we really have to sit with ourselves and question, like, is what I'm doing worth it? Like, is it fulfilling to me? Is it making me happy? Like, like that, the only thing that really, really, truly matters, I know a lot of people want abundance and money and I'm all for that. And I have courses around that to help people create that and all of that. But even more so than that, it's like, if you get to the end of your life and you have lots of money, but you have little fulfillment, like you will feel like you've missed something. You will mm -hmm. feel like you've missed out. Like you didn't take all of the opportunities that you could have, or you didn't 
bet on yourself enough or you didn't risk things enough to create a life that did feel inspiring and fulfilling and happy and fun and joyful, right? So even more so than the abundance and the money that we all, of course, want to cultivate and that I believe gets easier to cultivate the more we get in line with our purpose and what we're meant to do and who we are. But even more so than that, it's really about like creating that fulfillment. Because like you said, like we only have one chance here. And I think people forget that. Like we really have to, like I know that's so basic, like YOLO, but like literally YOLO. <laughs> like, you know, if you are, sit, if you're sitting in a position right now in your life where you actively hate something that's going on for you, you hate an experience that you're having that's reoccurring, that's regular, whether it be a job or a relationship or, you know, not having enough time for yourself or not having boundaries and people always pulling from you or being afraid to be fully yourself because the fear of judgment or whatever it is. If you're having a regular reoccurring experience that's something that you dislike or that you hate, like you need to fucking do something about that. Like, and it's not a joke. Like, and I'm always the one to like be so blunt about it, but cause that's the truth, you know? But like, that's, my mission as a coach and as a mentor is to like carry you through the experience of understanding that it's hard and that there may very well be judgment from other people and that it may very well be a really difficult experience, but I got you, right? Mm -hmm. Like I got you, I'm supporting you. I'm there for you. I'm cheering you on, right? Every time your mind goes crazy and you're like, wait, I can't do it. Like I'll be there to be like, yes, you can. Let's take a breath. Like, Let's, you know, do this exercise. Let's recenter. Let's reframe this. You know, like we, we need that, like that handholding, that guidance to like really bring us through the, the, the threshold or the barrier of the comfort zone, because it's really hard to cross that line without having someone that's supporting you, especially if you have family or friends that you also feel like may judge your choices or not fully support you in honoring your boundaries or your career choices or whatever it is that you want to do with your life. Right. It's, I think that is the biggest piece of um, power that lies in coaching or mentorship is, is having that um, because it's really the thing that kind of like, you know, drags you across the line of the comfort zone. Absolutely. And also having someone who can support you throughout like some big decisions, even if you are working through some day-to-day -day things, having a coach, it's, I think people underestimate the idea of having a coach and the actual immense help that it can actually be to you. Like I've had other friends who have, who are currently working with other coaches, but you know, who have in the past all different coaches and not one of them ever told me, oh, that was like a waste because I didn't learn anything. You're always going to be learning something you're always going to have a new friend out of it you're always going to have someone who's just literally going to be like cheering you on to pursue your dreams and th that that to me is value that you really can't buy anywhere else like it's just it's so nice to have people who support you on your journey when you were doing it tough because that's literally what they do as coaches it's just there's so much beauty being held by working with a coach and I, I cannot stress enough that it's it's, it should be something that's a prerequisite for everyone, to be honest, or even just working with someone on some level because the support is just unmatched. Yeah. And I think like, again, it's not necessarily like your coach or your mentor is going to 
teach you all these crazy things that you never heard of before that you never knew. I mean, in some cases, yeah, if you're doing like a certification program of sorts, or like, I think there's always going to be some sort of some level of awareness, or at least a new perspective on something that you that you didn't get before. But it's not about that. Right? It's not about like, what's the data that I can receive from this person. It's about this person is facilitating my own like transformation, right? Because when I'm in their energy and when I'm in their space, I feel called to do better. I feel mm -hmm. called to take more risk. I feel called to show the fuck up, right? Because I have this person that's my yeah. sort of accountability buddy and they're like, okay, so how are you going? What are you doing? And if you're like, I'm doing nothing, you're gonna feel like garbage. So you're not gonna do nothing. You're gonna do a lot of shit, <laughs> you know? Like that's that's what it is. And even just like having their perspectives on things that are different from your own, um, that's always valuable and always helps us kind of like ascend and transform in a new way. Um, but I want to get a little bit of your insight because around like really starting a business and like what that's like from the ground up, right? And what that's looked like for you because I think our experiences are a little bit different in that when I started my business, I wasn't really aware that I was starting a business. Like I started, I created a blog and I was writing, but I had no idea that I was going to become a coach. Right. Um, and then, you know, I, I wrote my first like ebook that I just wanted to share with people. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like an outline for like a program. Let me create this into a program. And so it kind of just like took these, this, these natural steps and, and evolved into that. But um, I know that you have recently started a business and you're showing up more online and putting yourself out there and working with all kinds of amazing people. So I'd love to hear a little bit like any advice or just information about like your experience, what that's been like stepping into like an entrepreneurial space. Yeah, it's, it's going to be something that scares you, but excites you at the exact same time. Uh, because when you that you absolutely love you will do anything to make sure it happens and it's a success and you'll put your life and your blood sweat and tears into it and I think that that's something that we forget is we are creators no matter what we do our natural like design is we are creators so I look at creating a business as that as creating something that is a fragment of me and yes there's going to be long hours uh you know it doesn't mean that you're going to be sitting back and doing nothing especially as a new business you're going to be putting the time and effort in um i think that's a misconception that people can have is that you're ditching the nine to five to work less that's not the case you're doing more hours if anything but you're doing it with something that you love yeah and i think that that's something i would definitely advise is that make sure you've got the time to put into it because that definitely will be the case and i i just think push past the fear that was something that was coming through really strong when you were asking the question because there's so much fear around showing up and doing what you love and coming across whether things succeed or fail or whatever it's just a matter of like showing up and trying you know you don't know what's going to work for you unless you give it a go and so so good for me I've been really enjoying it and it's been so wonderful to build this business but at the same time like it doesn't have to be a forever thing even if you want to start a business it doesn't have to be forever it's part of this quarter life crisis topic that we're talking about is to experience new things and do 
different things. Um, you don't know what your passion is. You don't know what your purpose is. And I'm using those like air quotes around that because that's a whole nother topic. But, you know, it's, it's all about trying things. And I'm just having fun trying something new and creating something for myself and having it be a fragment of me and a part of my soul that I'm pouring myself into. And yeah, it's, it's so beautiful, but push past the fear because fear has shown up a lot for me in all aspects and all facets. So I would definitely, that would be my biggest piece of advice is yeah, push past the fear. And impermanence is like a big thing that you kind of mentioned that I think is so important. It's like un understanding the impermanence of almost all of our decisions, right? There's, there's very few decisions in life that are, once you make them, it's, it's permanent, right? And you can't really go back. Um, there's a handful, but there's not, I mean, and we could ar even argue those, yeah. um, but <laughs> um, yeah, like, in general, I think we need to get out of this mindset of like, if I choose to do this, I'm stuck doing this. And that's the only thing that I could ever do. I think that's why people get stuck in careers that they hate in general is because they feel like I, I studied this, I chose this. So this is what I have to do and I can never do anything else or else it's going <laughs> to be too hard or I'm going to fall behind or whatever. Right. I'm just going to be totally fucked. Like they just feel like everything is permanent. And so yes. we can adopt this idea of impermanence of like, look, I, like, I don't have to be a coach forever if I don't want to. Like, I may choose to do something totally different someday. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I know that I like what I'm doing right now, which is the point of my existence. If I follow my intuition and my inner guide and my purpose and my inspiration for the entire duration of my life, I will finish this lifetime being like wow what a ride what yes. a fucking ride you know all the places I traveled the people that I met the work that I did the lives that I impacted the fun that I had the money that I created like whatever it is I'm gonna get to the end like I can I can promise you because I'm so committed to it I can promise you I'm gonna get to the end of my life no matter how old I am and be like that fucking rocked yeah. that was sick like that was sick because I'm committed to having that experience. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I would rather have like risks or people worry about me or have judgments or opinions of others or whatever it be and get to the end of my life and be like, <laughs> like that was sick. Then have the opposite experience of like everybody mm. thinking that I'm great or fine or good but then get to the end of my life and be like, meh. Yeah. You know, I feel like, meh. <laughs> I feel like I wasted probably 40 years doing something that I hated, but it's too late now. You know, like that's my trade and I will take that trade any day. Mm. I, I'm just so committed to that. Like why, why would I not want to have that experience? You know? So like you said, push through the fear, it, like, I can't express that enough. And I think you and I both know that a lot of times in order to push through that fear, you do need somebody else to kind of guide you and help you. Like, I think we get stuck in our heads. We get stuck in our experiences or our excuses or our immediate circumstances. And it's hard when you're in that intense fear or judgment or scarcity to be able to see beyond it. 
which is why so many people get stuck doing something that they don't want to do for an extended period of time. So, you know, I think like the work that you're doing and what I'm doing and, and so many of our friends in the space, you know, like you and I, we, we both know so many epic women in this space that are helping people do this work. Like I, I think it's so important because we're changing people's lives in the fact that we're simply allowing them the awareness and the permission to choose themselves and mm -hmm. to live a life that they are in love with. And like, that's something that is so underrated. It's like, it's not about the individual loving their life simply. Yes, it is. But it's also because when you love your life, how do you show up in the world? How do you treat other people? What's your energy like? How, how does that ripple out to all the people around you and all the lives that you touch and the people that see you online, you know? Like we can't even count the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives, us as a collective in this space of trying to, you know, do this work and help lift people up that we are actively touching and changing. Like it's so important and it's so incredible, um, which is one of the reasons why I'm so glad that like you are kind of like one of those people that I like pulled in, <laughs> like sucked you in to the space. And like, now you're like, one of us <laughs> you know and, and you're doing you're doing this work in your own way not only through being a living breathing example of what's possible of like oh this wasn't for working for me I felt burnt out I was sick my mental health was in a bad place and then you know I really went inward and I did this deep inner work and I discovered all these things about myself and I decided to share my gifts and and use my purpose to create a new career path for myself and I started this business and I'm impacting lives like you're a living, breathing example of that. But now also you are the inspiration for other women who are in that space. You know, like it just, it's like a domino effect and it just keeps going. So yeah, I just love that for us. <laughs> I love what you were mentioning in terms of like, in order to build the collective, you have to start individually. So if you work on yourself, then whatever you put out is going to be tenfold. And I just think that that's definitely how the energy work of it I just wanted to touch on that because it was so beautiful and yes I'm happy to be welcomed into the space <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to share with people about more details about like what you're doing now right I kind of mentioned that you were doing readings and you have your magazine but like give us a more like detailed sort of look at what your business looks like the baby that like you're creating and nurturing yeah, of course. Um, I currently am doing readings. So I do tarot readings and I also do um, astrological readings, so natal chart readings. Uh, that was a modality that really helped me understand who I am. So I, the, my mission for that is to really help others understand who they are and really find their power through their cosmic blueprint. And I also have recently launched an online magazine called Ethereality by Laurie, and it discusses all things tarot, astrology, the esoteric. Um, it's a monthly magazine, so this is a real creative outlet for me and an artistic outlet because I'm a Pisces and I, am, I have a few planets in Pisces, so I am very, very artistic and very creative, and having outlets to do that and show that is... Um, yeah, is definitely beneficial for me. So I've created this monthly magazine where I tied my background in communications and artistry together and my passions for what I love talking about. Um, I put that together every month and I help people through the 
um, self-development work that goes into that with um, a lot of journal prompts, affirmations, horoscopes, all of the things. Um, I interview a, a special guest every every month um, that corresponds with the theme of every issue. So it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful space to share the beautiful work, like we were saying, that other women are doing in this space and um, share their stories. Um, being a storyteller is big, um, a part of that uh, magazine. So glad to be sharing that with everyone monthly. Um, and I'm also currently studying to be a coach myself. So I am getting a coaching certification so I can do this full time as well um, and help more people um, at a really deeper level. And at the same time, it's working on myself. So again, I can help others. So that's a bit of a slice of where I'm at in my life. <laughs> and I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. And I love that we started this with that kind of like, um, 180 like transformation of a year ago may 2020 to may 2021 i didn't even realize that we were doing this i'm like literally like a year anniversary yes. um but that is like aren't you mind blown at your own like how your life has changed and shifted so much absolutely like, I'm, I'm mind blown for you but at the same time i'm also like duh you know <laughs> thank you is like yeah literally means so much to me and yeah I am mind blown I think it's just it's a testament to what you can do and achieve in a year a year isn't that long and it's amazing what you can do when you put your mind to it and actually take action to create the life that you want you know and make life work for you um and on your terms and yeah I, I am very grateful to be in the position that I am and do what I do and yeah, it's a testament to myself and like people like yourself who have been mentors for me throughout the year. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of invaluable advice and content and knowledge and wisdom that you, you just can't buy back. So I'm making use of my time here. And I think time's a big thing that we've discussed. And yeah, making use of my time is the best way for me to move through life doing what I love. Yeah. What about the, the investment piece of you know, because this year of your life, this like massive year of transformation has required a lot of investment from you, not only in your time, obviously, but in money, you know, like I mentioned before, I know that you, you did from Burnt Out to Badass with me, and then we did one-on-one -on -one for a while, and you've also worked with Natalia, and you're doing your coaching certification, and you know, you've continued to kind of like go down this road of investing in yourself and in your transformation, what like advice <clears throat> or insight could you give to someone that is like, they want to change, they don't like where they're at, but they're like, I also don't want to spend thousands of dollars <laughs> because I think that's like one of the biggest, when we say like push through the fear, I think that's probably one of the biggest fears that holds people back is like, I'm going to spend all this money and then it's not going to be worth it. I'm not going to get a return on my investment or like, you know, how, how is that going to like, help me you know is that really worth it yeah that's it's a really really beautiful question and I think it's something that you know everyone's financial I guess um everyone's financials look different and I'm not the type of person that will say spend money that you don't have because that's not what this is about and it's coming from an empowered space so you only invest in the ways that you can um I've actually had a conversation about this kind of topic recently with a friend and it's that's why there's a balance of free content and paid content online you know there's so many ways that 
like a lot of money coaches out there that know how to budget and, you know, really put your time and energy into that to really grow that. But I think if anyone has the money and are scared to make the investment, my advice or the question I would ask is, you know, if you want to change and, you know, you're not happy with where you're at, what do you want more? Do you want to spend the money on work on yourself or do you want to sit back and let everything be the same? Because I often think about where I see myself five years. What's scarier, you know, taking the leap of faith and doing what I want to do or staying in the same position? I don't want to be in five years looking back and me being in the same spot. So that would be my advice for people who do have the money but are just scared to make the investment. Um, it's it's normally worth it. <laughs> like it, it's very rarely that you'll be in a position where you don't get anything out of what you're investing in, and it, it's all lessons. You know, everything that you do is a lesson. So finding people who align with you and things that like investing in coaches and programs that spark joy within you um, really lead to mission. But I just, if you do have the money, don't let your fear stop you of investing in yourself because clearly you're in a position don't like so I, I would definitely highly recommend looking inward again and you know asking yourself what do I want more yeah and I think that's amazing what you said I mean we obviously when we're talking about these types of investments we have to recognize a lot of it is of course coming from a place of, of privilege absolutely like if, if you can spend thousands of dollars into yourself and getting yourself to a place of life where you are doing a job that you love or you're feeling inspired or you're attracting love or you're building abundance or creating, you know, success or financial abundance, whatever. Like, of course, we're coming from a place of, of privilege in that. So, you know, it's not a blanket statement to like everybody everywhere, you know, invest in personal development and do this for yourself. But of course, you know, for the people that it is for that are just kind of like scared, like you said, um, understanding, you know, what, the return on the investment really is. And I think that's the hardest thing too, when it's not something physical, because we'll go out to dinners, we'll buy drinks, we'll go shopping, we'll pay for yeah. trips. Like we'll do all of this stuff because we're receiving something tangible, physical that we can hold in our hands. You know, um, we'll buy like a Dyson blow dryer or like, you know, like stuff that's <laughs> like very expensive but it's because we get to hold it in our hands and that feels satisfying. So it is quite scary to invest in something that is intangible. But mm -hmm. in my experience, like I've become, and I'm sure you can say the same, I've become so, I, I've fallen in love with the process of investing in the intangible because I know that the intangible is what actually matters, right? The intangible is what fully changed my life. The intangible is what created an existence where I get to wake up and be excited every day. You know, today my <laughs> alarm went off and I thought it was Sunday. And then I realized it was Monday. And I think in a lot of people's world, that would have been like crushing of like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it's Monday. Like I get to talk to Lori today. We're going live. I get to like record a podcast. I get to, you know, be in my business. Like I was excited. I was like, it's Monday, you know, like, and that investing in the intangible is what has created that for me. And even in the beginning, you know, like I didn't have thousands of dollars to invest, but I had to find a way. I borrowed money that I owed back to people, um, you know, but obviously we're coming from a place of privilege to sit in that position, just like we talked about with the pause, you know, you being able to quit your job and have this interim period where you could invest in yourself and, and do the inner work and figure out what you wanted. 
of course, you know, it's not available to everyone. And we feel super blessed for being able to have the opportunity. But for the people that are sitting in a place where they know that they could make it happen, if they really, really wanted to, I think that's really great advice that Lori gave of just understanding, you know, what well, you have to do that balancing scale, right? Of like staying where you are and having what you have or potentially having that get worse if it's something that you're really already not liking or trying something new and potentially creating a change, you know, and, and looking at what are other people's experiences? You know, if everybody else is banging on about how amazing this work is and how it's changed their lives and how they're, you know, they wake up refreshed and they're doing what they love, like, right? You kind of have to like put two and two together and be like, okay, it's probably something that's gonna be worth it if all of these hundreds of thousands of people all over the world are like obsessed with personal development and working with coaches and mentors. Like, you know, there's something, there's something there. Absolutely. The proof's in the pudding. It really is. And yeah. Just take the leap. If you have the means to do so, take the leap. If not, there is so much free content out there through podcasts and other books, I guess you could say. And it's just, there's no excuse not to work on yourself because there is so much free things on. Um, so if you were invested in your investing in yourself, it's, it's the best return on investment because whether you see it today or in five years time, it's going to be so worth it. Yeah, I agree. All right, you guys, um, if you loved this little chat, go ahead and send it to someone who you think might resonate or is in a similar experience is going through their quarter life crisis is hating their job or wanting to start a business or wanting to make a change and just up level their life. And before we jump off, Lori, I want you to share with everyone where they can find you um, so that they can dive in. If you guys are interested in tarot, astrology, Lori's amazing monthly magazine. Um, yeah, just give them the deets of where they can find you. The best way would be through Instagram. Just my handle is at Lori Madeline. Um, and I'm sure you'll include it in the description so people can have like a quick link, but that'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me, Lori. I could talk to you all day, like just sit here and chat all things <laughs> life, death. Me, I really do appreciate it. It's always fun. All right, my dear. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>